Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, healthy family. It's Coach Ashley here back with another episode of The Healthy Life and the lovely Coach Monica. Hey, y'all. So we are, what, two weeks into January now. I cannot yeah. believe, yeah, I can't believe time has passed this fast. This new year has already started out kind of rough. I know for you as well, there's been some <laughs> some not feeling so well, some sickness in the same in my household. So let's not start off the new year with any more than just that, hopefully. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. But I am so happy to be back. I feel so much better. It's that sickness came out of nowhere, and I know that happens at the beginning of the year, which is so frustrating. There's probably some people listening right now. I know we've had a few members in the meeting say that they have COVID or the flu, which is so sad, but it just show, it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter what your intentions are to start off the year strong in your weight loss and wellness journey. If you get sick, you get sick. Um, but mm-hmm. I happy because even with being sick, I was still intentional about moving my body when I could pull myself out of bed (laughs) or drinking my water and eating the way that I should. And so I, on January 15th, which is today, I am five pounds down since the beginning of the year, which broke my stall. And it's not from being sick. I was still eating every single day and Mm -hmm. I surpassed National Quitters Day, which I think is like January 12th. Or I think like it that. was. Yes. And that that was a new concept to me, but good for you because it, it is hard when you are not feeling it. Like, you know, zero energy, all that. So, I mean, that's awesome that you're able to push through that. And yeah, the, the National Quitters Day, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. We set these maybe unrealistic goals as we've, as we've talked about so much in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, as we know, if they're unrealistic and, you know, you're not, your heart's not really in it, it's hard to stick with it and mm-hmm. you just end up falling off of it. So, Yay for all of us who have made it past that. Yes. If you're still listening and doing anything towards your goals, whether it's drinking your water every day, meal planning or meal prepping, you have surpassed National Quarters Day. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) So today I want to talk about something that's a little bit, I don't want to say off course, but a little bit different than the norm of what we usually talk about on this podcast. And it's going to be about setting boundaries. We all have boundaries, hopefully in our lives. We usually have some form of boundary, whether it's with relationships or work or um, partners, whatever it may be. Even if we don't know that we are setting them, um, boundaries are a huge part of our lives. It's Boundaries are like, you know, creating this protective bubble, I guess, around us. And it's if you set them for yourself, it's going to protect your well-being, I should say. Um, it's really about getting intentional and thoughtful 
to set those limits, making sure that they are intentional. And it's going to help safeguard your health. And you know, when you set these limits or boundaries, it's not about being strict. It's not mm-hmm. about going too hard, too fast, just like we talk about weight loss and wellness. Um, it's just about making sure that you have a safe space for yourself, for your well-being. And it's going to help ensure that you know you don't just drown in this chaos of life. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of talked about that last week. Unfortunately, without you, I missed you so much. <laughs> I gave you a little shout out. <laughs> but in the crazy, busy, chaotic, hectic lifestyle, um, setting these boundaries, it's going to make sure that you don't drown in all that. Yeah. And one thing I had to realize in my journey is that boundaries are not just for you. They're for other people. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we're an open book. We share whatever we want to share with different people. Um, We allow them to drop into our house or our life or into um, our decision making. A lot of people just like to drop themselves into the choices Mm -hmm. that you should be making for yourself. And so boundaries are also for other people to show them that I am protecting my peace. And I think I was not able to truly start to live my life and my wellness journey and my truth until I started to set some boundaries because we all know I've talked about it before. I'm a workaholic. I love to help people. I'm a recovering people pleaser, but boundaries have really helped to tell myself, okay, you cannot do everything everywhere all at once and all the time. And sometimes you just need to set a boundary and say, tonight I'm going to stay in, I'm going to do self-care, and I'm going to focus on me. And that's okay. But I know that it's hard to step outside of your comfort zone and start to set some boundaries. It is. It is hard to step out of that comfort zone. But if we don't do that, if we don't step out of that and set boundaries for ourselves and others, then we're just kind of right back to being uncomfortable again. It's kind of one of those vicious cycles. So you have to be able to do that. And you know, that's what I exactly what I want to talk about today is how do we define these boundaries? How do we mm-hmm. define them and set them for ourselves and for others? And I think first of all, the first step that you're gonna have to take, if especially if you feel like you have not set either clear enough boundaries or not set any at all, the first step you're gonna need to take is you need to know your limits. Mm. You need to take a moment to reflect on what makes you comfortable. You know, does this situation or this person or whatever it is, does this make me comfortable? And then you have to take a look at what feels like too much. Am I taking on too much? Am I doing too much? Am I, you know, whatever it is, is it too much? You need to set those personal boundaries to have a way of understanding your needs and you need to be able to know when to say no or this is enough. Auditing your bandwidth is what comes to mind whenever you said that. Um, Yeah. Because if you think about a rubber band and it's just stretching and stretching every time you add something else in the middle of it, eventually you're going to reach your bandwidth. And a lot of us don't know when to stop. We don't know when to say, okay, enough is enough. I've identified that I can't give anymore. There's nothing left of me. And you add one more thing to your plate and that rubber band pops. And now everything that you had contained within that rubber band is spilling over into all aspects of your life. Your work is now coming home because you're so stressed. Your relationships are now clouding your judgment at work because you're having arguments and fights. Your food choices are consuming every waking moment of your day. And so I love the fact of auditing your bandwidth and figuring out what is your capacity? What else can you handle? And a prime example that comes to mind with setting boundaries, and you said, are you comfortable with this? And we talked about this in the holiday episode is when you're going around family and friends, I've seen a lot of uh, chatter surrounding, it's the new year, 
I'm going out to eat with family and friends. They're suggesting a restaurant and they're asking me, where do you want to go eat? Because I know you're on a diet. Well, number one, this isn't a diet. It's a lifestyle. So change your language. Yeah, um, and <laughs> exactly. <laughs> change your language when you're talking to me. And number two, hey, I'm not comfortable with being singled out with you saying, where do you want to eat? Because I know that you're restricted to certain places. I'm not. I'm just choosing to eat a healthier lifestyle. So if we go to Texas Roadhouse, which has been my my go-to example recently, I think my brain really oh, yeah. wants those roles. But uh, yes. if we go to Texas Roadhouse, I can go there mm-hmm. and I could still enjoy a roll, but maybe I'm not eating an entire basket to myself. And for my sides, I'm ordering a salad and maybe the baked potato, but I'm possibly choosing the grilled chicken instead of the chicken fried steak with gravy. And it's really about setting those boundaries with the people around you when you're going out to eat of, I really don't want you to comment on my food choices. I really don't want you to comment on the fact of why are you eating that? Aren't you on a diet? And Mm -hmm. for some people, you can just have that rubber and glue mentality of everything they say is just bouncing off of you and sticking back to them. And for some people, that works because you've built up your own boundaries and, and mental resilience and toughness. But for some people, you need to say out loud to the people that are around you, I am not comfortable with you constantly discussing my food choices and my weight and where I want to eat. And you need to get comfortable with standing up for yourself and saying, this is my choice for me. And if you want to support me, this is the way in which I need you to support me. I need you to use positive language. I don't need you to discredit every single choice that I make. And that's what setting boundaries looks like in your wellness journey because words are powerful. And when someone is constantly saying, Should you, shouldn't you not be eating that because you're on a diet? Eventually in your mind, you're going to think, I'm on a diet and I shouldn't yeah. be eating this. And now you're having good food, bad food and mentality. It all circles back around to each other. And so it starts with you disabling these limiting beliefs and starting to set some boundaries for yourself. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Does and that's so hard. I I have most definitely been around people like that who overstep that boundary and ask, "Well, I thought you were on a diet. You can't go eat here or there, can you?" And you know, if we're going out to eat with a group of people, back in 2020 when I was really starting this, I I was one of those people that was asked, "Oh, well, you're you're on a diet. Where would you like to go eat?" And that can feel hurtful because it feels like, "Okay, I'm I'm a, I'm special in this situation, but not in a good way." And when they overstep that boundary, that hurts. Mm-hmm. And so a way that I figured out how to get around that is most of the time, these people mean well. They don't mean harm. They don't mean ill will to you, but they just don't have the knowledge that we now have about wellness and, and getting ourselves healthy. 
And so instead of taking that to heart and getting upset and being like, wow, they really crossed that boundary. Instead, just offer to inform like, oh, well, you maybe you didn't know, but I'm actually not restricted. I, I could I could go wherever you can pick. Let's go where you would like to go because I and then you you go on to explain, offer them the knowledge, be like, oh, wow, they just don't have any idea. They don't know anything about this lifestyle. So let me inform. Let me make that boundary a little bit more clear for them. Like this is a lifestyle. I can, in fact, go wherever we please and just inform them more about how you can just go with the flow and just make better choices where you can. And when you start to inform them like that, things get a little bit more clear. And I feel like maybe you've established that better boundary or that better limit with them. Like, wow, instead of cutting to the chase and saying these things with this word vomit, (laughs) (laughs) instead of cutting to the chase like that, they can now just ask more intentional questions so that they can be informed. And now instead of crossing a boundary, you've now helped someone else become enlightened into this situation and this lifestyle. Yes. I love that idea of informing people and, um, you know, saying, uh, allowing them, because when you're on your wellness journey, you're always having to inform yourself. We talked about this before. You're always having to become a lifelong learner. So it's okay to inform other people. But with that, I want you to also set some type of boundary that it is not your job to educate someone else on what you're doing with your body. And so if you feel like it is a time and a place to talk about those things, and I love always having open discussions with people that are willing to talk about weight loss and wellness, Mm -hmm. then we can have that discussion. But it's also not your job to explain every single choice that you're making for yourself. No, you should never have to do that either. Um, I mean, it goes both ways. It really does. And I also want to mention here, it's a thought that popped into my head, is that when we are talking about setting these boundaries for ourselves and, and we may be telling people how we feel or even expectations of them, I also think it's important when you are setting expectations for yourself and, and self-care and you know all that in the health and wellness journey. And maybe you're saying, I need to take some time for myself. I need to set boundaries for myself. You need to make sure to understand that it's not selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, We've talked about self-care specifically many times in the podcast and how it is not selfish to take time for yourself. I also feel that it is not selfish to set these certain boundaries and expectations for either you or others. It's not selfish at all because you have to take care of you. You know, it's crucial for staying mentally and emotionally healthy. And once you are able to take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, all that, you're going to be able to do more things with others. And I feel like it's not going to feel so selfish at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good point to make. Sometimes we have to get a little bit selfish. We've spent so many times and so much of our lives not having any boundaries, allowing people to have access to us in ways that have been harmful to our mental health and to our wellness journey. And you probably do not realize that that has happened before. And like I said, it's because of the fact that words are so powerful that you just start to let it roll off your back. But in order to truly foster and cultivate good relationships, in order to go about your daily life and to really build a concrete wellness journey, you have to start creating some of those boundaries. And a boundary that a lot of us need to create is our boundary with social media. Oh, yeah. That is something that you should audit. You should look at the people that you're following 
And do they inspire you? But for what reasons? This diet versus lifestyle mentality, we've been talking about this a lot in the member meetings group. And with this being the beginning of the year, I have seen so many people that have been um, pushing all of the things, the pills and the shakes and the wraps and the, the prepackaged foods and all of that. And if that works for you, that works for you. But I want us to realize that not everything that you see and consume on social media is good for you. And you have to set boundaries because when you see a lot of people scrolling and saying, oh, I've lost weight because I did this 21 day, yada, yada, yada. Or, oh, I've lost weight because I've restricted, there's that word, restricted Mm -hmm. all of these foods and I've lost 30 pounds in 30 days. Y'all, we have to be careful and set boundaries in the things that we consume, food, social media, otherwise. I think that is so important. And I have started muting people or unfollowing people that I once loved and adored their content. But for me and my wellness journey, I cannot follow someone that is taking the health and wellness and to me, making a mockery of it by saying, if you just take this pill or drink this or that, then you're going to lose weight in 30 days because it takes more than that to build a healthy habit. And so for Mm -hmm. me, my boundary and the buck stops with, if you were not giving me enough time to build a healthy habit and you were just saying to take this pill or drink this or eat this every day and I will magically lose the weight, then what happens when I lose the weight? Now I'm stuck with, all of the thoughts and feelings that I was stuffing down with the food and I didn't have enough time to figure out the wellness aspect of it. And so it's really important that you set boundaries with the things that you're consuming and listening to so that you really give your body and your mind enough time to heal from all of the trauma and the weight of the world around you. That is a wonderful, wonderful example. You really have to take a step back and look at these boundaries and again, ask, what am I comfortable with? Am I comfortable with taking in this these social media posts about this magic wonder pill or this shake or whatever? And, you know, if maybe I am comfortable with it and I and I do do that and I lose the weight, am I comfortable doing this for the rest of my life? Is that a boundary I am willing to set for myself? You have to really dig deep and make sure you are comfortable with these because again, lifestyle, it's just all about the lifestyle. And I wanted to talk about, I think you mentioned how it made you feel with those social media posts. And that reminded me, I want I, feelings, dealing with feelings in these boundaries. Sometimes you got to talk the talk. And by that, I mean expressing your feelings and expectations. That is the only way to get your boundaries out to others. It's a huge part of sending, setting like emotional boundaries. And it's going to ensure that your relationships are going to be positive and respectful. You have to be able to communicate clearly what you are thinking and, and your limits. Advocating for yourself Early. is so important. Um, when it comes to setting boundaries. And I know that it's not easy because a lot of people, if you are on a weight loss and wellness journey, oftentimes it's you're the wallflower. You're the one that blends into the back and you don't want people to hear your yeah. voice or know your name or really know what's going on. That's not everyone. Um, some people are super confident in their own skin, but it's hard to advocate for yourself and for what you need and for what you want. But that's so important when it comes to setting boundaries is you need to speak up and say, 
in order for me to be successful, I need you to stop bringing in the extra large tub of peanut butter into the house. I need you to stop wanting to always order the greasy Papa John stuffed crust pizza. I can do it sometimes, but not an everyday type of thing. Or I really need you to stop joking about this being a diet and not a lifestyle. I really need you to stop saying, well, you can't have that, but I can. Speaking up, And advocating for yourself is so important because if not, you're going to be running that race towards burnout so fast. Super quick. So fast. So it's really important to figure out and find your voice in this. And I think that that should be something that everyone strives for when it comes to building boundaries is finding your voice and advocating for what you need. Absolutely. I mean, the more open and honest you are, the better that relationship is going to be. I mean, as much as we like to think that our significant others know what we're thinking and feeling all the time, (laughs) it's just not the case. It's just not the case. They will never be able to read our minds, guys. It's just how it is. And so the more open and honest and clear you are with your expectations, the better it's got to be. Maybe, and and this could be a whole other episode, maybe they don't even agree with your expectations. Mm -hmm. But the point, the fact is that you get it out there. You talk to them. Maybe something they are saying is making you uncomfortable. Or maybe they're wanting to order dinner three to four nights a week. And again, lifestyle, you don't have to cut that out, but maybe say, hey, I expect to only do this once a week or a couple times a month versus this three to four times a week that we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fit with my goals. You know, they are never going to know unless you very clearly articulate your expectations and your boundaries for this. And not only that, we have to realize that if we have been doing things a certain way for a long time, if your significant other or even family or friends, if they are used to every time you go out to eat together, that everyone is sharing the appetizers and everyone's sharing the drinks and getting a dessert. And then you decide to to make a choice for yourself that you want to live a healthier lifestyle and now you're not participating, we have to realize that it's going to take people around us a little bit of time to get used to and adjust to this newest version of us. That doesn't mean dumb down what you're doing. That doesn't mean saying, you know what, I'm just going to do the dessert with y'all this time. It just means that just because we're making the change and we are all in it, we need to give people, the people around us enough time to catch up with that decision. And so that's where communicating those expectations come into play and saying, hey, I know this is new. I would love for you to support me in whatever way you see fit for you. But for me, I need to do this to become the better version of myself. Please support me in what I'm doing and make sure that you are not making this harder because I'm already going outside of my comfort zone. Absolutely. And and I can't stress enough, you know, as soon as you do that, as soon as you express your expectations and your boundaries, you know, this person, whoever it is in your life, now has the opportunity to choose what to do with that information. Mm-hmm. They can either support you or they don't. And that can become a very tough line. Again, a whole other episode on dealing with unsupportive, which we've actually had member meetings about dealing with Mm -hmm. unsupportive, you know, relatives, family, friends, whoever. But if they choose not to support, that's when you have to start figuring out, is this going to help me or hurt me in my life and in my journey? You know, if, if this person is not going to be 
respecting and honoring your wishes and expectations, then maybe that person isn't the right person to be in your life at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say it easy, you know, guys, I bet you, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, what is important is you getting healthier, you following your dreams and your goals towards your success. And if somebody's getting in the way of that, you know, it's time to figure out what to do about that because what's important is those expectations and goals that you have set for yourself. Yes. Y'all, Coach Ashley came in and said it easy. And now I'm going to come in and I'm going to say it the Monica way. People <laughs> are, some people are meant to be in your life for a season and for a reason. They teach you lessons, you learn from them, they learn from you. And sometimes they're like leaves on the tree and they are meant to blow away and get out of your life. Now, I know and I have had some very tough member meetings with conversations of people who have decided to go no contact with parents, siblings, children, grandparents, aunts, uncles, etc. And I know it is hard because we are taught that you need a village and you need family and you need this and that. But family is what you make it. And a lot of us are where we are today because of the generational cycle from our family of we've always eaten this way. We've always done things this way. We always talk to each other this way. And now you're just getting too sensitive. No, I'm not too sensitive. I grew up and realized that I never created a boundary and that the way that you speak to me is not something that works for me. And so sometimes you need to make a decision that people can watch your life from afar. They don't get a front row seat. They don't even get to sit in the theater. And you have to be okay with that. That does not mean that they are not in your life for forever. It just means that they don't get to see this chapter of you up close and personal. And sometimes you have to make that decision in order to become the best version of you. You have to set that boundary and say, you know what? You are not respecting me. You are not respecting my decision. You were actually causing more harm than good. And so for now, I think it's best if I don't fill you in on what I'm doing in my life. And when you are ready to support me in the way that I need your support with the boundaries that I have set forth, you are more than welcome to come back into my inner circle. Until then, watch me shine from afar. And we have to make those decisions sometimes. And it's hard. It's hard. It can be a very, very tough call. And like you said, and that was so beautifully and wonderfully said, but like you said, you don't, it's not like they have to be cut out of your life completely, but maybe if they are not choosing to support and honor your decisions and your expectations and boundaries, maybe they don't get to hear about that part of your life. Like you said, Mm -hmm. maybe you set that boundary. Okay, then if you can't respect this, then we don't discuss that side of things. You know, especially if it's someone who's Mm -hmm. very near and dear to you, it can be a whole It can be a whole thing. But the important thing is, is that you are sticking with your boundaries and working towards a better you. And again, if they're not supporting that, then it's time to redefine that relationship. And moving on from personal relationships, what about work life? What about work expectations? We have to set clear lines between your job and personal life, you know, to avoid work taking over everything. Because I know, especially you, Monica, you're a workaholic. (laughs) You love work. How do you balance that with a personal life? How do you keep sane? You know, you have to have that balance, those boundaries set between work and personal life. I knew I was about to get called out. Um, but, <laughs> you um, so were. 
I, you know, honestly, this has been something that has been so ongoing for me is figuring out how to balance work and personal life. And I am a workaholic and I love work and I love doing all the things, but I realize that you can love something so much and it can still be harmful to your wellness. I have experienced so much burnout. I have experienced so much imposter syndrome, fear of failure, so many things because I did not understand a work-life balance. And it wasn't until August when I had finally hit a wall. I felt I was, my anxiety was manifesting into sickness. I kept getting sick all of the time and I could not figure out why. I was constantly frustrated with people around me snapping. And I realized it was because I did not create a work-life balance. I said yes to everything besides myself. And so in August, For the first time, I've been at my company for almost four and a half years. I took a two-week vacation, no contact. Don't call me for a meeting. Don't text me. Don't Slack me. And it shook my company to the core. Everybody thought I was going to quit my job when I came back. Everyone thought I was frustrated. And it showed me in that moment that I have created a culture that you can reach me anytime And that I don't care about myself. And so after that, I have become a person that on most days, I'm still working on it. Uh, I took a new position at work, so I'm working it out again, (laughs) y'all. But on most days, by 5 p.m., my computer is closed and I don't think about work. And I start to read my book and I start to unwind for the day. But what I do every morning is I start my morning with my gratitude journal. I start my morning with my devotional. I do that before I do anything else. I make my water and I make my coffee. And I have realized that if I don't pour into myself and set boundaries with Monica, you cannot open your eyes and immediately look at your Slack and your email. You cannot work until 10, 11, 12, one in the morning like you have been doing. And once I started setting those boundaries and pouring into myself, I stopped experiencing so much burnout. My anxiety stopped manifesting into sickness. And so it's just really important. It's hard. It's really hard, y'all, but... You have to figure out a fine line between work-life balance, especially if you're someone that works from home, which I know a lot of people are in this season. Absolutely. Yeah. And you don't, like you said, you mentioned burnout. You don't want that burnout. You have to to establish this line. And I understand from a work and business standpoint, wanting or needing to be that person that says, yes, of course, you can reach out to me when you need me. I'm here to help because that is my job. But also at the same time, within reason, you know, mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy to help, especially if there's an emergency. But you know, please don't message me at 11 p.m. It's you know that that is my personal time. You have to find that balance that works for you, whatever you are again comfortable with. Mm-hmm. What makes you comfortable? Now, I want to talk about some hurdles, some challenges. So, Monica, what do you think about those who may be feeling guilty for saying no or for dealing with those societal expectations that may push against boundaries? How do you feel? especially specifically with the guilt of maybe having to say no to others? The guilt is hard. But what I can say to you is, if you are saying no to someone else, is it giving you an opportunity to say yes to yourself? And if the answer to that question is yes, then you should have no guilt or shame. Even if the answer to that question is no, you still shouldn't have any guilt or shame because a lot of people will ask you to do things because you have always done things that way. You've never said no to them. And so they're going to continue to pile things onto your plate and have monkeys on your back to alleviate the things off of their plate and to take all of those monkeys off 
of their back. And so there shouldn't be guilt associated with it. The only guilt that should be associated with it is if maybe it's someone that truly, truly needs you. They cannot do it on their own. And you're just saying no because you're trying to practice the art of saying no. Okay, right. I understand feeling a little bit of guilt. But you mm-hmm. should never feel guilty for putting yourself first in your wellness journey. There should be no guilt. Just like you shouldn't feel guilt when you go out to eat and you eat a little bit more than you should have. You shouldn't feel guilt. You should move on to the next meal the next day. But I will tell you, you will have guilt in the beginning. You'll feel guilty. You won't know what to do. You'll circle back around and immediately say, actually, I'm available. I can say yes. Right. But you need to fight that feeling and you need to start saying no more. Because when you say no to others, you you open up so many opportunities to start to say yes to yourself and all of the things that you've been stuffing down. So I just say, lean into the guilt. Lean into yeah. guilt sometimes. It's okay. Use it as your crutch. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and to build on that, maybe not so much with work life, but in personal life, if they are a true friend, if they are a true, you know, whoever they are that really cares about you and you care for them and you tell them no, there shouldn't be an issue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, if they truly understand you and your lifestyle, and especially if you have built set those boundaries with them or maybe explained what you were trying to work on, saying no shouldn't bring any form of guilt because that person will also be understanding. Be like, okay, I get it. I got you. Mm-hmm. I, I understand completely. And that's just kind of part of building better expectations in personal life as well. Yeah, the people that love you and support you shouldn't make you feel guilty for saying no. They should be right. encouraging you and saying, oh my goodness, I'm so happy that you finally said no to me. What are you going to go do for yourself today? <laughs> exactly. And I don't mean, if in a joking way, they're you know they're teasing with you and saying, oh, you're going to say no to me. I'm not saying that's when you're like, oh, yep, you're truly not a friend. But if someone is making you feel guilty for saying no to them, then you need to reevaluate that boundary and reevaluate that relationship and figure out if that's serving you in this season of life. Absolutely. Always, I feel like in this journey, it is always about reevaluation, taking that step back and and diving deep. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, I, I think the key word here today is comfortable. Take a step back and figure out what you are comfortable with. You know, creating boundaries, it's going to be like drawing this little protective circle. I know earlier I said like a bubble, but it's like drawing this little protective circle around you. And you have to ensure that what is inside that is making you comfortable. It is driving you towards your goals, towards your your success. And I think it's important to make sure that all these boundaries are also giving you that space and energy to thrive. I mean, that's why we're doing this is to really thrive. And I love that word. Anybody who follows Healthy Instagram, um, I do a Thursday Thrive segment. Mm-hmm. And, and I love doing it because I love the word thrive. Make sure that all of this is leading you towards that. And again, it's not about being strict, but it's about understanding your limits and prioritizing yourself and your self-care. You know, if you're setting boundaries, you're going to be able to establish a healthy balance, healthy relationships, mm-hmm. healthy work and personal life, because that's all we want. We just want it all to thrive and be balanced. I mean, is that mm-hmm. is that so hard to ask for? <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be, but sometimes it is. <laughs> and that, and I completely understand. And that's why we like to have these talks to hopefully help open things up and help um, you know others understand. So boundaries, boundaries are going to empower you to say no, you know, make sure you can say no when you need and make sure that you're able to openly communicate your feelings and expectations, guys. I I can't say that enough either. Being open and honest with your expectations is key here. 
So after all, it is your life. So make it work for you guys. You just, you got to do what makes it work for you. Do what makes you happy. Absolutely. <laughs> With that, everyone, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.